Hey everyone, while we are not releasing a regular episode this week, we did not want to leave you hanging. So, the following is one of our exclusive Patreon mini-episodes, where Roger and I discuss our top three choices for underrated final girls. If you enjoy this type of content, please check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Podcast. For just $2 a month, you could subscribe and get access to all of our mini episodes as well as other great content. So check it out. Uh, And next week, we will be back with our regular episode. Thank you. Well, hello there, lovely patrons. This is our very first, very first bonus content episode for those of you who have joined us and those of you who are going to join us. Welcome and, and thank you so much for your uh, for your support and for you know liking us enough to actually pitch us a few dollars for this little endeavor because it's definitely going to help us improve the show and just do this extra content. So welcome. This is our first little bonus episode and me and Roger have a little treat for you. It's a little bit different than what we normally do where we just sit there and, and go through a movie very thoroughly with our thoughts and our, you know, reviews on the movie. We're going to do something a little different for this little bonus episode, aren't we, Roger? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we want to keep it loose at the end of the day. Well, not too loose. I like humor. I mean, we don't want it too no. loose, but you know, <laughs> we want it loose enough that it's an easy entrance. <laughs> Guys, welcome. You're entering our world. You're entering our uh, our rambling sessions uh, that we're going to keep it really loose and off the cuff, I think, in the sense of just talking about... I like that we picked for our first session something we really enjoy. It's mm-hmm. not like we picked like a top three worst villains of all time which definitely is going to be one of them (laughs) but it's coming yes but right now i want to talk about something i love with you troy i want to talk about something i care about and i think you know what you guys get more passionate about than strong powerful women that are going without proper recognition yeah so we are talking about we are going to count down our top three picks for the most underrated final girls in slasher flick history. Now, as as gays, gays love their final girls and I think <laughs> no, they do and I think it's I think it's a very logical thing when you think about it in terms of like, you know, being outcasts or being like the, you know, generally your final girl trope is she's the virginal outcast who's, you know, has to step it up at the last minute to, to and, and kick in her survival instincts at the last minute to kind of get through a a challenge and I think a lot of gays can relate to that. I mean, I know when I was a kid, I don't know how many times I ran around acting like I was Jamie Lee Curtis in the final moments of Halloween with the neighborhood kids. And I'd want to play slasher movie and I'd be like, I have to be the final, but you know, I'd have to say final boy, but really I was channeling my inner, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) I'm picturing you in those fucking bell bottom players. (laughs) I had them. Just like, (laughs) I I know it. I believe it. Um, Same though. Same. And you know, it's an interesting story and I think it segues not to seal the spotlight, but I have a story about the importance of the final girl mm. to me growing up as a young gay man that I think really does touch well on why I picked my first selection. Um, my eighth grade year, that the Halloween of my eighth grade year, so I had to be, what, 12? Um, my family had a Halloween party where they rented a cabin, and I was so sure of myself and who I was as a homosexual at the age of 12, back in, you know, maybe <laughs> 1999, I dressed up in, in a costume-accurate representation of Barbara. 
from Night of the Living Dead, <laughs> 1968, trench coat. I found the address so, like, the closest I could possibly find with the little bow piece on the neckline. I got a blonde wig. I teased it. I don't know how I knew how to tease. It came naturally to me. But, um, and I really, like, used that as my first chance to explore, like, who I am, my gender. Playing around is in drag, you know, to a certain extent. And um, it was very pivotal for, pivotal for me. And I never thought of how important these characters are until now, going back and reflecting. They're definitive. They really are. I mean, we have some iconic, you know, final girls. And, 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 and a- the actresses that played them are very much beloved in the horror community. I mean, I know that from running you know, the Houston Horror Film Festival, you know, we get so many requests for these actresses that have 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 played strong final girls, Amy Steele, Adrian King, Heather Langenkamp, uh, Nev Campbell, maybe one day we will be big enough to have Nev Campbell at our Houston Horror Film Festival. But I mean, they are they are among the most requested guests. People love these 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 women and uh, for very good reason, very good reason, you know, slasher flicks get a bad rap. Uh, they have gotten a bad rap. A lot of times they're called misogynistic. They, you know, in terms of how they treat their female characters, it's all tits and boobs and shit. But I'm sorry, the slasher flicks have given us some of the strongest female characters, period. I mean, period. Uh, yeah, you might get a you might get a tit, you know, and some sex and some you know gratuity, gratuitous violence thrown in there to get to that point. But think about it: the slasher films have really given us the strongest uh, of our female characters. I mean, I can start listing them, but we are going to get there because we do have our three choices, and you know, I'm sure we both we don't really know who we each pick, do we? Not really. No. I mean, we we I think maybe ran a couple of ideas past one another yeah. at one point but i think i locked i confidently locked into my top three uh without sharing it with anybody and yeah and keep in mind folks we said underrated so you're not going to hear you know you're not going to hear the sydney prescott's the laurie strode's the you know nancy thompson's you're not going to hear that these are girls that we feel don't get the recognition they deserve for being strong kick-ass resilient final girls they're the ones that we think should fall amongst that yeah. same tier of of final yeah. girls were acknowledged you know when you ask anybody name your favorite you say what well, yeah sydney you say uh jennifer love hewitt maybe if you're feeling kind of ballsy but these are the who girls says who says that never... <laughs> who the fuck who, who has ever said that because i need man. to meet this person a straight a straight man <laughs> <I> need to... <laughs> I need to meet this person. Uh, no, that's why if you're feeling ballsy. Um, but no, and she certainly is not in my top three in any variation whatsoever. But you know, um, these are the girls that from the movies are maybe a little more obscure. And yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, with my throwback story, my memory of this impact of what these girls were, you know, really doing to form who I was, um, I chose a take on a character that upon like first thought i don't always think of her as my favorite until i really think of what they did to evolve this character well do you would do you want to start her countdown that's what i'm saying <laughs> i think it's the perfect okay. segue okay it, well i didn't know I, I, we're gonna we're gonna count them down from three yeah. to one so you go first you want to go first with your third I, well pick. I, I think, think that's because you're troy this is you, listeners let's be real troy did you come up with this idea or did i 
I oh yeah, that's yeah. one of my because we've been we've had we've been talking about Final Girls right. in the last so like, five episodes of the our last, podcast. So uh, like, you should be the final one to speak on your Final Girl. So, okay, okay, I will. I, I know. <laughs> 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 Keeping it real. My number three. Real three. My number three pick is Beth from Sorority House Math. No, I knew kidding. she was coming. I knew. And let me tell you, She's guys, there will be a top three worst, and she is. Uh, <laughs> that one is not going to shock you at all. Um, so no, my my number three pick is Patricia Tallman as Barbara mm, in the Tom Savini ooh. 1990 remake of Night of the Living Dead, and and that's why I say I felt like this was a smooth transition from that story into just explaining why I picked her. Is you know mm-hmm. I, I am a purist when it comes to Night of the Living Dead. I love Judith O'Day because I think she gives a very realistic performance of what would happen to someone who does not handle stress well. Like <laughs> let's be real. As much as we all want to be the badass, the Sigourney Weaver, you know, stepping up with a fucking machine gun and blowing them away, I know I would go catatonic in seconds. The moment. It hits. I would lose my shit. But you know what? If you're going to update the character and upgrade the character, do it right. And I think that they, in this interpretation, gave some real fan service um, to people mm-hmm. who love the original film but wanted to see something different, wanted to see something modern, and wanted to see something, as we're saying, that portrays these women as strong characters. And as like as I said, as much as I love Judith O'Day as the original portrayal of Barbara... I think that this is such an interesting approach to that character, completely flipping her and making her into someone who grows from the trauma and grows from the panic and knows how to fucking use a shotgun. Yeah, and even has a sensible lesbian haircut. And we love those sensible lesbian haircuts. <laughs> I used to, have to poo-poo them, now arms wide open, just like Creed. I can't wait. Give me more. Give me more short, short crop uh, haircuts. Yes, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah definitely a uh, 180 degree take on the original Barbara, but done respectfully. It wasn't like um, it wasn't like a they were like downgrading the character or any or anything like that or or anything. They just made her a little bit more stronger. Uh, and she does kick ass yeah. at the end where Barbara throughout the whole film is probably acting exactly how in the original film is probably acting how I would cowering in the corner, crying, n- not getting <laughs> up and doing anything. Um, but Hey, that's, that's a great choice. Number three. So Rogers, number three, Patricia Tallman from the night of the living dead remake. Great choice. Dun, dun, dun. Who's surprised? Who wants to hear my number three? I do. My number three. My number three is actually, I've mentioned this before because we actually covered the film way early on in our podcast. One of my, I would say one of the more overrated slasher flicks from the eighties. And it's not necessarily that I like the character. Like it's not like she's like this engaging like character, but I like the ending of the film and the chase scene that she's given and what she does with, with the whole thing. And so my number three choice is, uh, Cecile Baghdadi as Courtney in final exam. I think that this was the early eighties. I think final exam was 80 or 81. So the slot, the final girl archetype really hadn't been like solidified yet. 
it was like so early on, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, and, and uh, Olivia Hussey to some extent kind of built the mold for the final girl. But Jamie Lee Curtis more so in the whole portrayal of the final girl as being like the innocent, virginal, you know, um, kind of off the wall character that just has to step it up the end, like I meant, like I mentioned. So I feel like uh, Courtney in Final Exam is very much that mold of Jamie Lee Curtis. She, if you remember her, she's very innocent. Very bubbly, very personable, but not as flashy and 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 you know slutty as some of her friends that are trying to sleep with the history professor. So I, I feel like her character definitely is that innocent type that we we grow to care about. But what I really like about this character and why I feel like it's underrated is the, t- the last fifteen minutes of the film. That the chase scene is one of the best, I think, of the eighties. And she really comes to live at the end during that chase scene and really is resourceful, really kicks ass, doesn't, you know, doesn't cower away. She fights to the end, you know, up in that bell tower and and the bitch gets the best of him and stabs him like 50 times on the floor. She's not the one of those girls that just stabs him once, throws the knife down and runs away. She makes sure he is dead. So that is my number three. That's a good choice. I remember when viewing that film for our review of that title um that what you just mentioned stuck out to me the fact like she really evolves within the last 15 minutes and it is one of those things to acknowledge with a final girl archetype you know that kind of kind of structure of what you expect i can forgive a lot of bad decisions if the final 15 minutes they step up to the plate and they fucking deliver you know and i do think that final chase sequence she really does prove herself to be resourceful and intelligent and that uh that definitely earns her a place on a list. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so now we move on to our number two. Who, who could it be? Yeah. Oh, my I Lord. tried to rack my oh brain my thinking about who you would choose, and I was like, I, I don't know. So I'm really curious. Well, you know, here's the thing. I have... <sighs> Troy, I have so many female characters who yeah. I love, and I was really hesitant of, like, leaning into some sequels, but... I did lean into, you know, with, with Patricia Tallman and now with my next selection, I did lean into sequel territory. And I, I am somebody who, I'm not against a sequel. It's all about the outcome, you know? But I also feel that if a sequel, like, fails and doesn't do a good job, it just makes the original look better, you know? So, like, at, at the end of the day, that material still exists. It's still sacred ground, you know? No, no, no remake, no sequel has ever adjusted that. But I am leaning into um, remake territory, and that is uh, something I like was kind of holding back on. <laughs> but I can't resist saying this next one because this movie was really huge for me. Like in the mid-2000s, late, late 2000s, when this came out, I loved this title, and it really opened my eyes to a lot of horror and got me to start exploring deeper into the movies that inspired them. My reason for saying a, a remake is, is not a bad idea. I picked, uh, Brianna Evagon as Cassidy in the 2009 sorority room. Mm. And I, okay. I've got a lot of reasons for picking her. First of all, I think it's a great movie. I think it is a great fucking movie. We will be reviewing it. And, um, it's got a cast filled with girls who are, pretty well played or likable even the bitch is super likable aside from rumor willis in that massive head um but, but, 
But I feel that this character, that Cassie's character, is written really well in a way that she is kind of plagued with an element of guilt throughout the entire course of this film that I think this actress plays really well. You never find her annoying. You find her to be very human in, in what she's feeling and why she's processing mm-hmm. the way she is. And um, I, I think she has a great f- final sequence where she kicks some ass. And I think the Step Up <laughs> movies and her dancing background for her being a very physical actress um, because she she really kicks ass in the finale of this movie. And I think that she, because it's a remake, she just kind of went under the radar with this performance. But I think it's one of the better Final Girl performances we've seen in a long time. Yeah, I enjoy that film a lot. I, I really do. It's 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 one of the... It's kind of like one of those things where it's a remake that's, that's more of like a reimagining, but they still keep a lot of the same elements of the original so they're kind of paying homage to the original by but also doing their own thing and it just it works really well um i do love all of the characters minus like you said rumor willis isn't there who's that one um shugs chugs 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 yeah you gotta love chugs we've all been a chugs yeah and i love the yeah i love the bitchy girl the blonde um i thought she should have actually lived um but but yeah, you're right. She she really kicks ass at the end. She you know and um, just, especially considering who the killer is, she really doesn't hold back <laughs> on her ass kicking. But yeah, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. That's one we are definitely covering. And remember, we're supposed to bring our buddy Chris Jenner back to cover that. So that's oh, lest he, we forget. I think that's part of what made me even lean into this a bit is because when we talked about that, it reminded me how much I like this yeah. movie and I've revisited since then. It's fresh in my mind. And that did stand out. She gives a really strong performance. He will be back to, co- to cover Sorority yeah. Row at some point. Great choice. Great choice, Roger. So my number two is a film that truly, I know I haven't seen it for a while. I mean, we didn't really have time to go and watch all these films, but I, I, I think this film stuck with me probably more so than um, a lot of films that I've seen because of the brutality of it and the just balls to the walls, insane ending of this film. And 99% of that has to do with the final girl. If you remember the early 2000s, mid 2000s, there was a slew of those French extreme films, right? You had inside martyrs, um, Calvaire. There was a whole bunch of them. The one that stood out to me the most besides inside, which is one of my favorite horror films of all time is frontiers. And the reason it is such a powerful film is the final girl. Uh, Yasmin played by Karina Testa. She would be my number two because this bitch kicks ass. And what I like about this care, this film, it's very much, have you seen frontiers Roger? Okay, so definitely check it out. It's it's very much a f- take on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of uh, setup where you have a group of teens are escaping Paris uh, because they accidentally one of them accidentally shot a cop. So they during a robbery, so they have to escape Paris to get out and they, they end up at this like isolated bed and breakfast. And it's run by like these like neo-Nazi, this like neo-Nazi family. And it just so happens that the group of teens that are there are all very diverse. There's a Muslim, the lead actress. I I, I don't know exactly what she is, but she's not white. She's some sort of mix of maybe like Mediterranean. So she doesn't look white. So basically they begin brutally, brutally torturing them. 
and she ends up being the final one. And there is this whole element of her character and her performance where she falls so heavily into traumatized uh, Sally Hardesty and Barbara from the original Nightmare on Elm Street territory where you think that she becomes like a, a, a bumbling mess where you're like, what the fuck? Th- th- do something. I mean, her terror is just palpable and she doesn't do anything except there's this one moment. It's one moment that something happens and it pushes her over the edge and this bitch turns into Linda fucking Hamilton and gets the, the bloodiest fucking most badass revenge on these fucking Nazi motherfuckers that you would and you just have a big old smile on your face you're like you get him bitch she does not <laughs> hold back she fucks them up oh wow so you have to check it out yeah frontiers that's my number two, two choice i remember okay so that's a film i know i've seen pieces of does she have short dark hair yeah see her there's and she's in a dress yeah, yeah see i yeah, I remember. I, I you know, I, I that's a film like I remember being on my radar, and it's it's so good. No, it just went under. No, I, I totally missed on seeing it, so that's a good reason to see it. For it's sure. so good. Um, I yeah, wanted. That, I battled between her, my number one choice. I, I kind of kept battling back and forth, but I'll tell you why I ended up with the number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I'll definitely check it out for sure. I mean, aside from podcast reviews, I'm going to check this title. It's out. a great and film. listeners should too. Yeah, our listeners, my God, I hope you're keeping up with this. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. fucking firing it back and forth, rapid. Do we, um, do I we have picked... a do we have a drum roll for our number one? Do, 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 do. <laughs> you add like an audio, or are we just going? I don't know. <laughs> there we go. My number one. Thank you. Um, I mean, guys. I think a lot of you are going to agree with me and it's not like this is really coming as a surprise. It's more of in the sense of like the mainstream, mm-hmm. why I think this character should be recognized as a mainstream, strong female character. I mean, feminists should take heed of this film. Sharni Vinson as Aaron. Yes. in your next. Yes. 2011. Yes. Um, like just she just does all the right fucking things, man. But they they give her such a cool backstory that even though at times it's kind of absurd that she would know to do some of this shit, I'm like fuck it, I, fuck it. I want to see these fuckers get it, and she deals it every time. And she's just played so well with such a like a calculated calm mm-hmm. that momentarily, like you see, it it breaks from fleeting seconds and she plays it so well the the clockwork turning inside of her head as she makes all these as i said very calculated decisions and traps and choices um and and she just man what a badass bitch this is a chick that like if it's the end of the world get me a sharni vinson another step up alumni by the way step Mm -hmm. it up step it up three thank you step it up for producing They've given us so many. They well, gave they, us a Channing who Tatum. Played, <laughs> no, no, but who is it that? Who is married to Channing Tatum? Oh, Jenna Dewan. Jen, Jenna Dewan, formerly Tatum, who was Tamara. Tamara. So yeah. we're talking about final girls, strong final girls. Yeah, I love your next, and I love Sharni Vincent's <laughs> performance. I was going to make that my number one, Roger. However, the reason I didn't is because I felt like it was going to be really obvious. <laughs> Because she, I mean, oh my God. I know. Can, can you come up with something more original? God damn! How dare you? <laughs> here, here! I racked my brain for days trying to think of obscure ones, and you pick fucking Sharni Vincent. Oh, uh, pulling all his gray hairs out of the stress of it. <laughs> but uh, no, I love her. One of my favorite, f- favorite, favorite final girl. She, I yeah. mean, the minute she shoves the blender on that guy's head. 
I'm yes. all in, I'm all into it. She is. He recently died, by the way. Oh, Rest no. in peace. Oh, I know. No. I know. I know. I know. Oh no! But that's womp, womp. but that's a Ty West. Ty West is in that movie. Ties back to I the know. House of the Devil. Um, but yeah, that's an awesome choice. Like I said, I was gonna pick her, but I felt it would be too obvious. But thank you, Roger, for your obvious number one. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad people. Are, are, I'm glad all people. Right, are, bitch. <laughs> Let's hear how obscure you can get. <laughs> I'm glad people are paying for this shit. <laughs> Oh, oh not God. He's going to reach into the vaults from his from one of his childhood foot favorites from like 1939. <laughs> no. My, you know, I, I tried to do a little bit more obscure. And it just so happens that my number one and number two choices are from foreign slasher flicks. Um, so I, like I said, I kind of was going between my number two and number one. But I settled on number one. And it is a little Norwegian slasher flick you may or may not have heard of called Cold Prey. And my choice for the number one most underrated final girl in slasher flick history is Janik, played by Ingrid Bolsa Berel from Cold Prey. Cold Prey. If you- oh, a favorite. <laughs> I don't know. I'm only saying it once. I Give had, me what you no, think because it is. I had, I had to go on Google and have to, had to listen to them pronounce it before I did this because I didn't want to fuck. Try it. I think Just it's Ing- for, the, for the fans. Ingrid Bolsa Berdal as Janet. Okay. Okay. No, but shut up because if people have seen Coldplay, people, the, you guys that have seen Coldplay know that she deserves this spot. Have you seen Coldplay, Rod? Or Coldplay. Why do I keep saying Coldplay? Oh, okay. Cold, <laughs> cold Prey. <laughs> Um, I've not seen it, no, but I'll add it to the list. Okay, it is a straight-up slasher flick about a group of skiers who are out in the Norwegian mountains, and one of them breaks his leg, so they have to go seek refuge in this abandoned hotel that just happens to be the home of a guy who basically his fa- his family owned the motel the hotel and he murdered them and he's like been living in this isolated hotel ever since and uh, this Janik character is very much along the lines of a you know a, an Amy Steele where you know she's kind of uh, m- meek observant throughout the whole film but then when it comes down to fighting she has to use pretty much every resource she has including her intelligence her smarts and, and kind of knowing the backstory of the killer to uh, turn the tables on him and she definitely kicks his ass the reason why i picked her for number one is because there's a sequel cold prey 2 that she's in and it's basically Halloween too. It takes place in a hospital. It's she's been picked up. She goes to the hospital. She's in the hospital. The killer actually comes and finds her. And it's basically Halloween too. It's the the killer's killing everybody in the hospital trying to get at her. And again, she kicks his fucking ass. Oh, you know what I love, Troy. I and love she had, Halloween. Oh, too. and she has a sensible lesbian haircut. God damn. It. So there you go. <laughs> In a good way or a bad way? Yeah, she's a, it's a good it's a good one. It's better than a lot of them we've seen. <laughs> We're, our our lesbian fan base is is not existent. I'm surprised we still we're still gonna get a, oh we're still gonna get a call god. from the actress that played Beth. I'm oh sure. Oh my god! I I know. I'm waiting for some lesbian to come forward and talk about how much she hates us. God damn it! Um, yeah, I mean, listen, the short hair makes sense. Because it can't get grabbed or yanked, so I get it. Yeah. It makes it's very resourceful. We, we we love lesbians. We love lesbians. We do. Oh my god, we love lesbians. But 
have love them. So they, they know it's all in good fun. I mean, oh, on. I know, I know. I just always scared about HR coming to haunt us. <sighs> you know, one of these days it's going to happen. I'm sure somebody that without a sense of humor is going to listen to our podcast and write a review. These guys are hate lesbians. <laughs> or these guys are. <laughs> Home, whatever like I, whatever who cares don't i don't know but no so there you go guys there's our first little bonus episode for you so i i hope you were entertained by it and hopefully uh it'll be something that you will want to keep hearing us do i mean yeah. it's not it, 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 it's it's pennies a month. It's literally $2 a month to get this little extra mini bonus episode. And we have some great ones planned for the future. We, we kind of gave you a hint of what we want to do. So tune in. And if you're interested in a full length episode, bonus episode, we have those available. We will be doing a tier where you get, you can have access to one full length bonus episode. And then the, the highest level is where you get access to two. And we might as well just announce that the first Patreon full length bonus episode we're going to do, and it'll drop here soon we are going to cover hold on because i need to get the title right because i keep what is because i i mess it up it's something we would never cover like on the main um feed but i it's nelly furtado's Furtado's loose and her follow-up that's gonna be a running joke (laughs) what's the follow-up called uh Uh, it's uh uh, oh my god the uh, the spirit indestructible spirit indestructible yeah big hoops i got my big hoops <laughs> big in Canada. Meet me big out in the parking lot. I fucking love that. That's number. a good it's song. Like a Gwen Stefani. See, did you We're ever... reviewing it right now? <laughs> it's longer than it's longer than our reviews of the actual actresses. <laughs> oh, so God. the first film that we are covering in our exclusive full length Patreon bonus episode. So if you're interested, you better hop on board and join this Patreon. Is Shriek? If you know what I did last Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, because you a know classic. <laughs> Because, you know, screams, <laughs> the new Scream's getting a lot of buzz, so uh, we thought we'd pick a film that has some Scream elements to it. It's a parody. Uh, it came out around the same time Scary Movie did. Um, and, you know, it has Tip- Tiffany Amber Thiessen, uh, Shirley Jones, Coolio, Carmen Electra, Simon Rex, Tom Arnold. I mean, come on. It's all the same people from, <laughs> from the scary movie franchise. It's all Pretty the same much. actors. It is. It like that, but they gave it like another shot and they hit it harder. Interesting fact about this. This is why I'm actually very excited for this one, Troy. <clears throat> I saw this before I saw a scary movie. Oh, and I've never seen it again since. Yeah. So I, I this is going to bring back some nostalgia from like I was maybe eleven years old. Yeah, I watched, watched it once. I watched it once too, and I I don't rem- I remember the opening with Carmen Electra, but I don't remember much else about it. I, I, I scary movie definitely came and stole the thunder from it, just because it's a better film. Why did they cast the same fucking actress? Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It really Wait, was just Carmen Electra. Who's see? in Scary Movie? Am I getting confused? No. Who's Carmen Electra's in Scary oh, Movie? Oh, okay. Diane. I see. I don't know who the fuck is in the beginning yeah. of this one. That's already yeah. I was because I was like okay. Carmen Electra. Somebody's in the opening of sc- this one. I don't know who it is, but whatever. Uh, we'll find out. I'm glad this isn't on the main feed because <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> I'm sure we're going to be really pleasantly surprised by this one. Yeah. So we are going to record that here probably in the next week, so it'll be up soon. And we, like I said, we're doing two bonus full length episodes a month, and then one these mini episodes and again yeah also you guys are going to get little surprises once we get our you know little trinkets and little treasures and stuff made and we can send them out to <laughs> you, you make it sound so tantalizing it is tantalizing <laughs> it is it's all the reason to, for them to uh subscribe so guys please subscribe consider uh 
up upgrading your uh you know what what level you're and, on even maybe and comment on this post and let us know like if we missed who who would you pick for your underrated for some of your underrated final girls comment on this post it's exclusive the only people that can see these posts are other people that are subscribed to the patreon so uh yeah comment interact yeah. we want to build the community and yeah so there you go tune in our next full our next actual review that's going to hit our main feed is going to be as we mentioned hellfest so stay tuned for that. And then, like I said, shriek if you know what I did last summer, Friday the Friday 13th. Friday the 13th. <laughs> and then we haven't picked our other one for October, but I'm sure we will soon. So, guys, yeah, thank yeah. you again. Spread the word. Join the Patreon. You know, spread the word. And we are so glad you're here. So welcome. And we are looking forward to a long relationship together. <laughs> a lucrative one. A lucrative one. <laughs> All right, guys. Good night. Good night.